What's up, A to A fam? Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 14 of From Anxious to Able. Today, I am going to go ham on (laughs) negativity and opinions and judgment and how to navigate that. Because though it is painful and very hard sometimes, it is a beautiful, beautiful gift on our journey of becoming. I just want to take this moment as well to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. And thank you for being here in this moment right now. needs a boob. Okay, can I just get like five more minutes? Hey, babe. Okay, okay, I'm coming. And you're listening to From Anxious to Able. What's up, guys? I am in a mood and I am ready for this episode. Mm, I have so much to say. I have so much to say. No notes, you know, just a lot to say. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're going to talk about how to combat negative feedback, judgment, and how to, um, yeah, step into the greatest version of yourselves and be able to mean it when you tell someone to fuck off. Uh, no, just kidding. Love you. Compassion and love all day. Um, but for real guys, this is actually one of the, like the biggest things that held me back because as somebody who grew up moving schools a lot and really learning how to kind of shape shift and like make people feel comfortable. Also just being the youngest of five kids. I feel like that also helps because everybody's so different in my family and I just kind of got a little piece of everything. And, um, that's a gift and a curse because for the longest time in my life, I would go to school and I would just like, you know, be who I needed to be in school to make everybody happy, to be friends with everybody And then I would come home and I would crash and my mom would be like, what is wrong with you? I really, I literally remember this in like high school, middle school and high school, my teachers and like people would tell my mom what an amazing kid I was and like how outgoing I was and just how much everybody loved me, blah, blah, blah. And then I would come home and be a total asshole and like lock myself in my room and like sleep for like three hours (laughs) because I was just exerting so much energy. I was trying to play all of these different roles and make everybody like me because even if you hate to admit it, everybody has the fear of being disliked. It's like a thing. It's a real thing. And it's like important for us to acknowledge because um, it just is what it is, you know? It's not your fault. We're kind of born with it. We're kind of programmed to live that way and be that way. But it's up to us to break through that shit. And to rise above that shit. <laughs> and I will say it is not easy. It is not easy living um, in your truth and really stepping into who it is you uh, want to be in this world and to stand against resistance because sorry, Carol, I'm sorry. Like you can't bake cookies for everyone in your life all day, every day and like have every single person ever in your existence just like love you. Okay, unless you literally want to be dying inside, (laughs) then go for it. 
Um, I definitely have experienced a little bit of the dying inside part where I, you know, took on that role of just kind of shape-shifting, being who I needed to be for every person, just wanted to be liked, just wanted everyone to love me. And then literally laying in bed at night and just going through every fucking move I made throughout my day and just like, oh, I could have said that differently. Oh, I hope I didn't upset that person. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. And I just had such unrealistic expectations on myself and I had no idea who I really was. I had no idea who I was because I was just trying to be every... I needed to be for everybody in my life who literally if you guys if you try to do that You will literally be running in circles because every single person thinks you are someone different And every single person has a different idea about who you should be and how you should show up And like what you should do with your life and what you should do with your money and all the things It's just the truth because everybody is looking at your life and they're judging you based off of their past experiences. And so they only can put you in the boxes. They only can put you in one of the very few boxes that they know exist because of their life experiences. Does that make sense? Like they can only place you in a box that they know of. So what happens when you're like wake up one day and you're just like, um, okay, I have not been living true to who I am. I don't even really know who I am anymore because I'm just being all of these other roles for everybody and I'm ready to find out who I am. I'm ready to step into my magic. I'm ready to like be empowered. I'm ready to, you know, explore possibility and yada, yada, yada. When you do that and you just decide that one day, those people that have been in your circle and in your life watching you are going to be so thrown off and they are going to feel so uncomfortable because they've known who you are and they know who you're going to be. They know your next move and all of a sudden now they don't. All of a sudden now your future is unknown to them. Um, if you're not repeating your past, then those people who have known you in the past literally don't know who you're going to be in the next moment anymore. And that scares them because the unknown scares the bejesus out of people, okay? It just does. Scares me sometimes, you know? I get it. <laughs> so here's the deal. When you decide that you're ready for some huge shift in your life, it is so important that you acknowledge what that shift is because it's kind of unfair for, I mean, I, I get it, I do, but it is kind of unfair a little bit to your, you know, circle. If you just wake up one day and start like being this new person and then getting aggravated at people for having opinions about it when you've never really given them the opportunity to embrace who it is that you're going to be. You've never really given them a new box or you've never really told, you know, like made it apparent to them that you are no longer in the box that they put you in. Does that make sense? Like you need to acknowledge that you have stepped out of that box they put you in. You need to acknowledge the new place that you are in your life. So it's so important that you tell your people, um, this is who I've been and this is how it's affected me. And now this is who I intend to be from now on. So, you know, I see this happen a lot in marriages and in partnerships and stuff like that, where it's like Carol starts out making apple pie and like doing the dishes and the laundry for her partner, her husband or whatever. And he's like, oh, damn, I better wipe that shit. 
And then like six months later, you decide that, you know, you actually have other passions in life (laughs) besides catering to your partner 24-7 or to your children 24-7. And if you never acknowledge that and you just start throwing pizzas in the oven, start letting the laundry pile up and the dishes pile up, you know, John's going to be like, what the fuck? I married you for the pie. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but to give them an opportunity to actually sit down with the people that you love and say, look, I get that this is who I've been for you. And this might make you a little uncomfortable that I no longer want to be this way, but this is what it's been like for me. And this is how I'm feeling. And I'm tired of holding this back and I'm really ready to step into a new version of myself. And you might not even know what that looks like. Acknowledge that you don't know what it looks like. Be like, look, John, I don't even know what that looks like. I've been baking pie every day for the last six months and I'm just tired of baking pie and I just want to step into something new. I want community. I want to really find different passions that I have and I'm ready to explore that and I don't know exactly what that will look like but I promise I will let you know when I figure it out and I just want you to know that from now on I'm not going to be waiting on you hand and foot anymore. You know, it's super important that you give people the option to stick around or not. Because um, if you don't, then you're kind of like just kind of pushing it under the rug that you have made this change. You just expect everybody to embody it. Um, and you're not giving them an opportunity to decide if they want to be with you or if they want to be on the journey with you still. And that is like, you know, that's really the first step. The first step in becoming who you really want to be is declaring who it is that you're going to be and letting those people in your life remove themselves if they do are not going to want to contribute to your rising. Like really just putting it out there and letting those people reveal themselves that are uncomfortable. You know, it's okay to be uncomfortable by someone's rising, but if they can't support you, okay, that's their choice, right? And they have that choice. They have the right to that choice. Here's the thing, guys. It's human nature to judge, man. It's human nature to have opinions. I catch myself all the time. I try not to be judgmental. I really do. But I catch myself all the time where I've gone, like I've paid money to go see a speaker. And then I realize like I've spent the last five minutes like focusing on like that person's eyebrow, like the way it moves while I talk. And I'm like, man, I'm being such an asshole right now. And realize that my subconscious has like literally been focusing on that probably because I'm resisting something that 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 person said. And so I have to be mindful of it and be like, okay, I acknowledge that the eyebrow is a little bit weird, but I should probably listen to what's being said here, you know? <laughs> but that's beside the point. I'm just saying that everybody has a right to the, to an opinion. And if people don't like what you're doing, they have the right not to like what you are doing. Just like you have the right to walk away from the people who are not supporting what you're doing. And that doesn't mean that you don't love the people that um, in your life. You know, it might be someone very, very close to you. I have someone in my life that is very, very close to my heart. I love them so much, but I was not strong enough in the foundation of who I really wanted to be. I hadn't built my roots yet. I had really just embarked on this journey of rising into who it is that I'm meant to be. And I didn't feel strong enough to be surrounded by people who thought that I was, you know, 
silly or stupid or, you know, had opinions, negative opinions about what it is that I was doing. And that doesn't mean I don't love those people, but I remove them from my energy. I remove them from my life for the moment because I know eventually one day I'm going to be strong enough and my roots will be, you know, um, they'll be dispersed enough and I will feel strong enough in my truth and who I am to stand amongst that. But I'm super, super empath and people that I really, really love, their opinions really affect me. And if I know their opinions are affecting me in a negative way, I have to consciously remove them from my life. And that doesn't mean I need to stop loving them. That doesn't mean I need to be angry about who they are or resentful or anything. It just means to protect my heart, I need to remove that person from my life. That doesn't even mean, guys, that might also mean like you just have to consciously be aware that that person is affecting you negatively. And sometimes that is super helpful. So if it's someone that you just can't avoid, you know, you go to family dinners or whatever, and they're going to be there. Like you need to have a conscious awareness of that person affects you negatively. That person, you know, is obviously super close to your heart and that's why their opinions matter so much to you. And you know, that you need to be consciously aware not to let those people's opinions into your heart. If you if you can prepare yourself in that way and be conscious of, of that, it is super, super helpful. So at least you can like know that, that you're going into a war zone and you are ready. Um, sometimes you don't get that kind of grace, guys. Sometimes you literally wake up, you decide you're going to be someone new um, in that moment. And literally you start five seconds later, your best friend says something just like totally that hits you in the core and you just stop immediately. You're like, fuck, I can't do this. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I should just, you know, I'm, you know, making people uncomfortable that I really love, blah, blah, blah. And it just stops you. Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> whether you experience resistance at the very beginning, whether you experience resistance in the middle of your journey or at the end of your journey, it is going to happen. It's not, it's not if it will happen. It is absolutely, totally, and completely when will it happen. And honestly, getting it out of the way right at the beginning is not so bad because what happens is you're given an opportunity to see very clearly not only the people that you have in your surrounding and in your life that are maybe not contributing to your rising, but you have uh, the ability in those moments to see where you are not believing in yourself because you only hear the opinions of the people that are saying things you actually kind of sort of believe about yourself. And I know that is so hard to hear sometimes. But when you will experience this too as you're going on your journey and you might have already experienced this, when you are in like total flow and you just like are in that manifestation mode and you just like feel it and you just feel in yourself, like no one can say anything to stop you, really. But if you are having any kind of doubt about anything and somebody, even it could be totally someone random too, says something that is like, in alignment with that doubt, you hear it and you embody it as if it's truth. And those moments, I really, really want to invite you to embrace those moments because those moments are so powerful in telling you where your work is. I want you guys to do something for me. I want you to close your eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, okay? Um, but if you can at some point today, just close your eyes or just be mindful, you know? Keep your eyes open if you need to keep your eyes open, but just be mindful of a moment of like, how do you want to feel? 
what kind of change do you want to make in this world? Maybe you don't know exactly what it's going to look like or exactly what you're going to do, but most of the time, even if you don't know what it is exactly, you have a feeling and you know you want to have that feeling, whether it be, you know, being of service to other people or helping the people that you love get out of survival or whatever it is, you know, like where do you want to be? You know, for me, a really simple one is I want to be Royal Crown Diamond in Young Living by the time I'm 30, right? So that I can hold space for all of these amazing entrepreneurial women that I love and, and you know, start a bunch of different businesses and all of this stuff, right? I have all these visions, but that's really my first goal. So, right? That's a huge goal, okay? So someone, you know, that's Royal Crown Diamond and Young Living, you know, has anywhere from like 40,000 to 100,000 and beyond people on their team. So, okay, well, what kind of person do you need to be in order to be able to stand and speak your truth um, for 100,000 people in front of 100,000 people. You probably need to be someone who can be okay with someone having an opinion about your truth because I guarantee you 1,000%, you will never be in a room of 100 or 100,000 people. Holy shit. 100,000 people. You'll never be in a room with 100,000 people and not have one that has an opinion about you. So can you imagine if you somehow slipped through the cracks of judgment and opinions and you really were able to bake cookies for all 100,000 people and all of a sudden you're having a gathering, you're going to speak for everyone, everyone loves you, ooh, you've never had a problem, you've never had anyone think that you're an asshole or that you're stupid, nope, never. And you're standing in a room of 100,000 people and you're making $150,000 a month and one person just like raises their hand and, be, and, and has an opinion about what you've done. Never had the opportunity to strengthen your resilience, to strengthen your ability to stand. Guys, can you imagine that? <laughs> Oh my gosh, everything would just come crashing down because I've had, honestly, I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to me. I have been crippled by negative feedback, but you know what? I am so glad that I have been crippled by negative feedback time and time again at the beginning of my journey so that I can work on my resilience and build my strength and plant my roots so that when I am in a room of 100,000 people and someone has an opinion about me, I can stand amongst it and I can walk through that with ease, okay? And I can't sit here and tell you that it has been easy for me or that it, it, it is easy for me. Um, just today I got an email, someone telling me that, you know, I'm annoying and <laughs> that, you know, that I'm the reason they're never going to do any kind of network marketing and, you know, all of that. Right. And it, and it stung, you know, it stung, but I'll say it only stung for a minute. And I was able to respond in my truth. Not an emotional response, not an angry response. I was able to respond with the truth, with my truth, where I stood. And that was that. I didn't care about the reply. I probably won't ever read the reply. That's that. I spoke my truth and that's all I needed to do. But I will tell you, <laughs> a year ago, I stumbled into someone's live on Facebook 
that was talking about me. And they were talking about how I was building my business out of fear. Um, After I had had a very, very vulnerable conversation with them in a private message because I had just gotten home from the hospital with my son who'd been in the hospital for five weeks, um, a situation that was super intense, like one of those situations where it just catches you off guard. You're not prepared for it. I didn't have my roots planted in that. I was still learning how to become a mom and how to navigate all of that and all of the unknown of that. Um, And on top of that, you know, just walking through my son's surgery and the unknowns of all that. So anyway, I had, we had just gotten back from the hospital and I, I was living in fear. That was truth. And I told her that in a private message. And then she went live and talked about how stupid I was for putting all my eggs in one basket when it came to building my network marketing company, because that is my first step in being an entrepreneur. And, um, Yeah, she went on and on and I sat there and I listened and my heart sank down to my vagina. (laughs) And I literally, guys, was crippled for weeks. Ask anyone in my life, anyone in my life at that time, I was crippled. I did not want to continue growing my business. I wanted to stop everything. I didn't want to speak anymore. Um... I was so hurt that someone took my vulnerability and used it in that way. And then I felt really stupid for being vulnerable. (laughs) And um, yeah, it crippled me hard, guys. Really, really hard. I spent days crying and I didn't even know this person. It wasn't the person, you know? It was just the fact that it was truth. I was living in fear. I was so nervous of the unknown at that point. My adrenals were just like totally shot. And yeah, so there was some truth to that. Was it truth? No. It was, was it my truth? Was it who I was as a person? No. It was a moment I was having. And that person took it on as if it was my truth. And that's their own story and their own thing. And God bless you, you know. But in the moment, because that was the first time it had really happened to me, um, it really did cripple me and it took me weeks. And what I ended up having to do was literally put it on paper. You know, this is how I'm feeling. And even though I feel this way, this is what I know about who I am and what I'm capable of. You know, all of the things that like really listening to what did that person say and why did I embody that so much? What am I believing about myself right now? I am believing about myself right now that I am unworthy of what I've created. I am believing about myself that I made a stupid, stupid decision. I am believing about myself that, you know, I should be afraid because my baby was almost taken from me under my feet. And that means that anything could be taken at any time. And that's the truth, guys. We could lose anything at any point in time. But is that how I want to live my life? Do I want to be on my deathbed saying, oh yeah, I'm so glad I played it safe. I'm so glad I lived in fear. I'm so glad I baked cookies for all those people. And, you know, I never spoke my truth. And I was this person for Carol and this person for Sharon. And, you know, I'm just so glad that I made everybody feel comfortable, even though I'm dying inside and now I'm dying. And, you know, no. (laughs) But for real, like, I want to be at the end of my life. And my end of my life might be tomorrow. That's the thing. 
And that is something that I learned in those moments of being in the hospital with my son. Life is fragile, baby. And my life could end at any moment. And that is why I went from living in fear to living with a sense of urgency. I changed it. I flipped it on its head. And honestly, that video fueled me in the end more than anything because I realized how much limited belief I still had about myself. And her video revealed it because I embodied it as truth. And if I embodied it as truth, that must mean it's still living within me, which means I need to handle that shit because if I'm gonna be Royal Crown Diamond three years from now, I'm gonna need to be able to handle some random ass person going live about me and having an opinion. And so it was like, okay, thanks lady. Thanks for making me stronger. I don't think that video made you stronger, but I definitely think it made me stronger in the end. So thank you. And every single time that this has happened since then, it has gotten a little bit easier to move through because I am mindful of it. If I am triggered by someone's comment on my Instagram post or message in my inbox or just like a family comment or whatever, if I'm triggered by it, okay, I give myself that moment. And then I look at it. Why am I embodying this as truth? Because it's not them. You know, it's you. You are you are taking on what they are saying. They have a, they have the right to say whatever they want to say. Because they are not you. And in return, you also have the right to say fuck off. You have the right to block people. You have the right to, you know, to take people out of your life. You have the right to move on from a disastrous relationship or a relationship that doesn't honor the person that you are. Um, you have that right. So there is no point in getting mad or angry at the person or whatever because they just as much as they have the right to the opinion, you have a right not to embody it. It is your choice whether you're going to take on someone's opinion of who you are or not. And the really big thing that I realized was me embodying that person's comment about me was me copping out of life. What's up, guys? Had to take a quick break in the episode. I promise we'll get back. I want to say I know I am super fired up in this episode. And sometimes, even for me, when someone speaks with such such conviction like that, I sometimes just, like, shut off because I grew up in, like, that really, like, religious, like, you're going to hell for what you did type of thing that just, like, kind of made you live out of fear. (laughs) Just know that's not where I'm coming from. But uh, also, just take what serves you and leave what doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, a big thing that I have come to realize is that if I'm going to show up and give my time to something, or if I'm going to give my money to something, I know this podcast is free, but you're giving your time. So, why not take everything I possibly can, even if the belief systems don't completely align, even if like the stories don't completely align or whatever, take what you can, relate to what you can. Why not? When you're in your rising, everything matters and everything can contribute because we are all one and we are all connected. And the more stories you can learn to relate to and the more different beliefs that you can really hear, the easier it will be for you to communicate to other people. So I just want to invite you to do that. But I also would like to invite you to leave a review on this podcast if you love it. Um, It would mean the world to me. This is a huge passion project of mine. And uh, five stars is amazing, but the written review is where the sauce is. And I love them. And I actually want to read one really quick. Okay, so this review was left by Carissa Ray, and it says, Michaela Z has the uncanny ability to make this podcast feel like you're talking on the phone with your oldest friend. 
The space is so welcoming and open-hearted. She shows up to just be and to allow her guests to just be and share from their hearts. I've connected to this podcast so much more emotionally in just the first few episodes than I have with most others out there. From Anxious Table is well worth the listen and the lessons. You might just find yourself doing the inner work long after the podcast is over because the message shared tru- truly hit your soul. Get comfy, grab your favorite tea, hit play, and let the heart walk begin. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Carissa. I love that. I also want to invite you guys to check out the website, www.fromanxiousable.com. There you will find all of the detailed show notes for each podcast episode, but you can also check out our shop where we host different mom-made collections and help support um, moms in getting their creative spirit in the flow and sharing their one-of-a-kind items, and you can support them by purchasing a -a one-of-a-kind item. So we have all different things from quarantine masks to really adorable children aprons to pottery to little um, coffee koozies like all kinds of fun stuff so definitely go check that out www.fromanxioustoable.com slash shop all right guys let's get back to the episode thank you so much it was me just saying okay it's her fault It's her fault I'm not showing up. She did this to me. I can't do this anymore. I can't, you know, deal with resistance. I can't deal with negativity. It is a total cop out. And I don't care how close the person is to you. If you let it stop you from rising, that is on you. Like 1000%. And that is not me saying that it's easy. It's not me saying it's easy. I know it's not easy because I have been crippled from it. I know what it's like. Okay, I know what it's like to have someone that you love so much thinking that what you are doing is stupid. And I've had to look at that and I've had to look at, okay, what am I embodying as truth? And what do I need to move through right now? It's just like affirmations, guys. You can't sit there in in the mirror and be like, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, when inside you're thinking that you look hideous today. If you never acknowledge that you feel hideous today, you can never affirm that you are beautiful because you're not making space for you are beautiful to enter your body because you're keeping the I am disgusting inside. So you have to be able to reveal to yourself what is going on. What are those limited beliefs that are keeping me from moving forward? And those negative opinions are a blessing. And they don't feel like it. I know, they don't. (laughs) They do not feel like it, but they are a blessing because they show you where your work is. They show you, oh shit, I didn't realize I still believe that about myself. I didn't realize that I could be taken out from under my feet so quickly like that because I would much rather know that now than to be Royal Crown Diamond and in a room with 100,000 people and one person says that one thing that no one has said to me before that hits me right in my depths, that one limited belief I still have, they hit it and I tumble and I crash and I fall because I had not worked on my resilience towards that. I had not allowed space for new. I had not given myself the time to look at it and embrace that aspect of myself or work on that aspect of myself. So even though negative feedback is hard, I try to always be mindful that it is a blessing. And that also the things that trigger me the most are the things I probably sort of kind of believe somewhere deep inside me. Does that mean it's truth? Hell to the fucking no, it doesn't. You know, I have had a lot of doubt about my leadership. 
And in that, you know, I've had people who have thought I wasn't a good leader and it like stung, you know? And in those moments, I really just have to write it down. Like I said before, like, why am I not feeling like a good leader? Okay, I could be doing all of these things better. Um, who am I? The, the biggest question in this is who are the people I am here to serve? What does a good leader look like? I will literally write it down what a good leader look like. To me, a good leader is showing up like fully authentic every day. So even if you are a mess, if you are scared that day, if you are not feeling it, it's it's showing up fully and whatever is real for you in that moment so that you can show people in that or that you are trying to lead that it is possible to continue to rise even on the days that shit is getting real and the dishes are piling up and the laundry's piling up and you're feeling a little bit messy and chaotic and unorganized like it's still possible to make shit happen. To me, someone that is a good leader is someone who doesn't hold back and shows up and is continuing working through their own shit and their own limited beliefs and their own walls and their own storms so that they can continue having something to offer to the people in their life. And when I write that down, I'm also like, okay, well, who are the people that I need to serve? The people that I am meant to serve are people who live with a sense of urgency, who are, um, you know, working through their own limited beliefs, who are standing for the rising of not just themselves, but for other people as well, who are vulnerable and open about the struggles, who are willing to celebrate their victories. Those are the people that I am serving. Is that person that has an opinion about what it is that you are doing or about your leadership the kind of person that you are wanting to serve? Probably not. Is the person, your cousin, your sister, your friend, your like neighbor, is that person who has an opinion about this new you the kind of person that you want to be in this life? Probably not because the kind of person that you probably want to be is the kind of person who is living so fucking true to who you are that you don't even have time to be like worried about what other people are doing. We'll say that there have been times where people have had some wisdom to give me or something to offer me that are people that have the attributes that I want to embody. And in those cases, I listen because that is a blessing as well. That is a gift. Someone taking the time to give them, like give you wisdom because they see you on your journey and they understand where you are and they can feel your struggles or whatever. And they can say, oh, I've been there or, oh, I see what you're doing and I've made that mistake before. Like here, like this is, you know, maybe try this. Like those are a blessing. So definitely make sure that, you know, wherever it's coming from that you check yourself. Is this the, is this person the type of person that I want to be? Because if they are, then maybe there are some things that you really should be listening to. And if they are not, then why are you listening? Go find some mentors in your life that you can listen to that have the attributes that you really want to embody. Surround yourself with people who actually care about your rising. Surround yourself with people who will actually hear about your struggles. Surround yourself with people who will lock arms when this type of shit happens and say, it's okay, I've been there. And you're going to move through it. It's going to make you stronger. And by the time you hit Royal Crown Diamond, you're going to have so many 
like structures and foundations in place that this is going to be so not a problem for you anymore. But resistance is a part of life, guys. It is absolutely a part of life. And here's the thing about it. You can spend your entire life, like I feel like I did in high school, just constantly shape-shifting, baking cookies, doing the things that make everybody like you. And you can constantly like slip through the cracks of just being that person that's just, you know, who everybody feels like you should be for them. And you can go to bed every night beating yourself up because you weren't living true to who you are. You can go to bed every night resisting your own truth and making, but at least feeling like you made everybody uncomfortable. Or... You can go to bed every night as if you just ran a fucking marathon. And even though it was hard and even though you might have stood up against some kind of resistance, you know, whether it be family or friends or social media or whatever, even though that might have happened, you can go to bed knowing that you are free within your body and you are getting stronger every day and you have lived today as true to you as you possibly could. And I'm telling you, that even though it's hard and I don't want to, I want to make sure that that's clear. It gets easier and maybe it won't ever get super easy, but it gets easier and you get stronger. You know, I don't know if running a marathon ever becomes easy for people, maybe, but they definitely grow stronger. It definitely gets easier. And the victory in the end is so much grander because not only are you opening up space for you in your own becoming, but you are opening up space for other people who have never been able to see an opening door out of the box that their circle has placed them in. They didn't even know there was other options until you came along. You are opening up possibility. You are placing doors in people's in people's life and in people's path saying, hey, You've been living this way this whole time, but here's another option. You don't have to walk through it. That is absolutely absolutely your choice. But if you choose to walk through this door and to um, really start embracing possibility and to really start embracing who it is that you truly are, then just know that you're not going to be alone in that. Just know that there's going to be somebody there that has also walked through that. And maybe you guys, your journey of becoming looks completely different, right? You know, you might step into who you truly are and then, you know, someone else might step into who they truly are and you, who you both truly are going to be completely different, but you will not be alone in the journey of becoming because in the journey of becoming, everybody feels alone at some point. Everybody faces resistance at some point. (laughs) It's just part of the rising. It really is, guys. And it's beautiful. It's hard and it's gritty and it's messy, but it really is beautiful. And I promise you that if you walk through it now and you don't let it stop you now and you keep standing against those storms, that you're just going to grow stronger and you're going to be way more prepared to stand in the space of wherever it is that you are going, whatever that vision is that you are walking towards, you are going to be so much more prepared for that moment if you keep showing up into those, those hard times. Um, I definitely, you know, I try to always think like a royal crown diamond, you know, I try to always show up, give the amount of time, give the amount of effort as a royal crown diamond would. That way, whenever I do hit royal crown diamond, I already have a flow. I've already been putting in that energy. I've already been, you know, working through my limited beliefs and I can feel stable and structured and strong within that royal crown diamond. And I don't have to doubt for a second that that is, that I am worthy of that and that I belong there. 
But if you constantly change who it is that you are to make everyone happy along the way, then eventually something's going to happen that is going that you are going to doubt your worthiness there. And it's, it's going to be like taking the rug from underneath your feet, guys. So you might as well, if you're going to, if you're going to experience resistance either way, right? You might as well just go through it now. You might as just well just step into who it is you really are now. Make it known to your family, your friends, the people around you. Make it known who you've been, how it's affected you. Be open, be willing to really like let them into your heart so they can understand what it's been like for you. And then declare who it is that you are working to be or who it is that you are or who it is that you're going to be from then on. And then give those people an option to stay or to go, especially on social media. You know, I lose followers all the time. I ain't mad about it. I want the people that don't align with my journey to find the people who do. And that's why it is so important to speak your truth because if you're just sitting around looking at your family like, oh, well, why are they this way and why are they that way and why don't I have any friends that actually feel the way that I feel? Well, are you actually talking about what you feel, Carol? Are you? Are you really? Are you really putting it out there for those people to find you? Probably not. Guys, I will tell you when I, this is insane. I will tell you when I lived in Australia, I would go out because I I went there alone and I would go out in the evenings and I was really feeling like I was just living like my truest of truths, you know? And I would just always have these amazing conversations with people. Sometimes it would be in a bar, sometimes it would be in a grocery store or whatever. Sometimes it'd literally be like a three hour long conversation. And you know how every conversation ended? Well, first, let me just tell you, like the conversations would be something about what's possible or, you know about beliefs that are a little bit out outside of the norm or, you know, about ways of being that are a little outside the box or whatever. Every conversation, I'm not even kidding you. This was like a, a, a uh, what is it called? A, um, epiphany <laughs> that I had, a revelation that I had while I was there. Every single person ended the conversation saying this, Oh my God, I've never had a conversation like that before. I wish I could talk to other people about this, but I can't. No one like really understands, you know, that way that I feel or whatever. I'm like, everybody feels this way. Everybody feels alone and everybody feels misunderstood because everybody's wearing a fucking mask and nobody's willing to just open the door. And I promise you when you open the door, Yes, you will make some people uncomfortable, but there will be so many people on the other side of that door being like, hey, me too. Seriously, guys, how can you expect to find your people if you are unwilling to be loud and proud about what it, it, who it is that you are and what it is that you believe and the kinds of people you want to have in your life? Have compassion for the people that are not ready for your journey and open space for the people who are ready to support you on your journey because I promise you, no matter what your beliefs are, whether they are completely bonkers or what, there is somebody else out there that believes it or there's someone else out there that resonates with it. And even in that, guys, when people are living their like truest of truths, normally they don't give a fuck 
if you have a completely different belief system than they do, as long as you are also living your truest of truths. And that's how I feel about Moon Babe Essentials. Like our squad, we are all so different. We all have completely different beliefs. We all have different visions, but we are all showing up and we are all on the same journey of becoming in the sense of working through limited beliefs and really discovering what it is that's been holding us back and really showing up into that and really doing the work and really standing through the storms. Like we're all together in that. And that is huge to know you are not alone in that. And the only way you're going to ever know that you're not alone in that is by declaring it and letting people know that you're in it and that you're on this journey and that you are, you know, walking through this or that this is who you've been and this is who you're ready to be or this is your vision. You know, if people don't know your vision, how are they going to be able to support it? So super, super important, I think, (laughs) to be loud and proud, guys. Go be loud and proud about Um, where you're at and where you want to be. And it's okay. You don't have to have some kind of crazy success or crazy victories to share. You can literally be like, guys, this is where I'm at. I'm sick of it. This is how it's been making me feel. This is what I'm ready to find. I don't know what it will look like. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm ready to find it. And that's that, you know? You're going to, right there in that moment, you're going to invite people to take that journey with you. And there's going to be people who completely resonate with what it is that you're saying. And you'll be so surprised, so surprised how many people are waiting for that open door to say, yeah, me too. I feel that that way as well. Um, It really is such a beautiful thing. And then that moment that that happens, it just like fuels fuels you a little bit more, you know? Um, And I promise you that if you are living true to who you are, the good always outweighs the bad. It's just what we focus on, you know? Don't, I know in our, one of our previous episodes, Dwan was saying it's like a jack in the box. You know, you, you, you scroll through all the good and then you see that one bad thing and you just like embody it as truth. Um, So, you know, really making sure that you're mindful of the good and mindful of, you know, Um, what you have accomplished and what you have done and where you are and be mindful of the people who do support you and um, be mindful of the negative as well. Be mindful of what it is that's triggering you. What are you embodying? What are you, you know, why are you embodying that? So super, like what I was saying about affirmations, guys, it's just so important to acknowledge how you're feeling and then reinforce it with what you know. But you have to acknowledge how you're feeling first. If you are embodying something like, I am not a good leader as truth, so I would write it down. Even though I feel like I'm not a good leader, I know that I am a good leader or I know I have the ability to be a good leader. If you aren't feeling like you know you're a good leader in that moment, you can at least know that the ability to be a good leader exists within you and you can speak that as if it's your truth. Does that make sense? So you definitely don't, like when it comes to affirmation, you don't want to affirm something you actually don't believe in that moment because when you do, you're just literally fueling the other side, it's really important to like reveal the real truth of how you're feeling in that moment. I am I feeling unworthy of what I'm creating or I'm, I'm feeling like I'm letting my family down. But I know that the ability exists within me to show up true to who I am to, and hold, also hold space for my family to do it as well or to have that option as well. And I have the ability within me to have compassion for my family who are not ready for that journey and that's okay and that's beautiful. So just making sure that what you're writing is actually truth. You know, you don't have to say like, like I know I'm a good leader even if you are n- don't really know that you're a good leader. But you can know that you have the ability to be a good leader. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Um, I have ranted on and on, guys. And all I want to say is this is a topic that's really, really like 
just so um, (laughs) close to my heart because I really do get the crippling of that. I understand that this is a huge roadblock for people to walk through and I want you to know that it hasn't been easy for me. It still isn't easy for me. I still you know, get stung when people have an opinion or when they hit me in that, in that space, you know, I still have doubts. I still have fear, but just over time, you realize the moments get shorter and shorter and you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I showed up into this and I did not let it stop me. And that is what I'm here to tell you is please do not let it stop you. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you know that it means so much to me for every review that you guys have done, every message, every share. Like you really have no idea. This is a huge passion project of mine. Like truly, truly, it is something I love to do. And I so appreciate the people who actually take the time to listen to these episodes and mostly to share and to review. And if you do want to review the podcast, please go to that purple podcast, Apple podcast app, click um, or search for From Anxious to Able and then click write a review and you can let us know what you think. Five stars, all that is wonderful, but the sauce is when you really tell us like how this podcast has affected your life. That's what I really want to know. Um, Love you guys. I hope you're staying safe, staying home, all the things, you know. You know what it is. I'll see you next week. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot a strategy for sanity. I think I forgot this last week. Okay, guys, strategy for sanity, even though I feel, I know blank. Even though I feel blank, I know blank. Keep that in your toolbox. And whenever you feel like shit's hitting the fan or some negative opinion is getting to you, go back and write it out. Also, a stop, drop, and jam would have to be um, Rise Up by Andre Day. I feel like that would be a really good song for this episode. You've probably heard it, but if not, oh my gosh, go listen. (laughs) All right, now I'm truly out of here.